Good afternoon, and thanks for tuning in to the Vine and Branches podcast. My name is Allie O'Neill, and today we're going to be talking about the keto diet. Um, This is part two of my health and wellness mind and body series, and the reason I'm talking about the keto diet is because I've had so many questions on it. The reason I have started this diet is because my dad had a massive heart attack towards the end of 2018, and he defied the odds, and he has made it, regardless of what doctors and practitioners and nurses have said. They said that he should have been dead, and he's not your typical cardiac patient. Um, His recovery has been taking a lot longer, and it's a struggle every day, mentally and physically, for the entire family, because we don't know what's going to happen Um, he'll start to get better and then he'll relapse and it's just a constant roller coaster that we're walking. And in times like this emotionally, and especially when our family members are going through these sorts of things, we feel helpless, like there's nothing that we can do. And I found that the answer of what we can do is encourage the people in our lives that are going through a tough time. Because we can't fix their ailments or their illnesses, but we can encourage them along the way of their recovery or just encourage them right where they're at. So for me, my dad was going on a um, a heart diet. So he's very limited as to what he can eat. He also has issues with blood pressure and blood sugar. So This is an area where I can most definitely come alongside him, encourage him, and go on a diet. Now, I did not choose the heart-healthy diet all by itself because I need some of the things for my health that are in that diet. So I thought that the keto diet would be the best. So... I am not selling anything at all. I'm not working with any company at all. This is solely based on my experience with dieting in general. So I'm going to give you a little background history so you can see that this does work. So for me, I have a thyroid issue that I ended up having after I had my son. And it has been extremely hard for me to lose weight. Now you have to remember that I don't eat really bad and I don't eat tons of food. So when I'm when I'm gaining this weight, I'm getting really confused. Now, some of this had to do with my vitamin D deficiency, if you listen to my last segment, because vitamin D deficiency can help you um, to gain weight. And we don't, we don't want that in most circumstances because it's slowing down our metabolic process in our body. So I also have that going for me. And I had also gained a lot of weight after I left the military and had my child due to this thyroid disorder and not being as active as I was before. So the idea of the keto diet is not a fad diet. It is actually what our body is supposed to be doing in the first place and putting our body into something called ketosis. So the key to the keto diet is going to be low carbs and high in fat. This has been great for people who have diabetes that run in their family and they don't want to you know, end up getting diabetes. Um, they're trying to prevent it. Also, people who are trying to reverse type 2 diabetes. This has been great for people who are reversing that or reversing type, um, I, I mean, reversing type 2 or pre-diabetes. So getting your body in its optimal state. So your body is going to go into a metabolic state and it's called ketosis. And the goal of this is to keep you in your nutritional ketosis at all times. 
So this can take up to four to eight weeks before you get there. So once your keto is adapted, you're going to be able to eat up to 50 grams of carbs a day. So this is not a diet that has nasty foods, stuff that doesn't taste good, but it may take some adjusting to your taste buds. So for me, I like soda. Soda has been my thing and it's not the sugar in it, but it's the carbonation because I've just not I've had some traumatic experiences with flat water in the military, you know, drinking hot, nasty water. It just turned me off to water in general. And so I I always have something a little bubbly and I would end up going to sodas and it made me feel really bad because of all the sugars in it. And I wasn't taking way too much. So I've gotten into thing like the dry zero sugar, which has uh, erythritol in it. Or, you know, staying away from diet sodas because they have aspartame. But we're going to get into all of that. So that was one struggle for me. Another one was finding a diet that I could actually do. So diets have been extremely hard for me. And I would watch like fitness accounts and stuff like that. And they're like, anyone can do it. Anyone can lose weight. And you laugh at them because you're like, seriously, I don't have that motivation. Or I can't eat the foods. Those foods are nasty. Or that's disgusting. That's, you shouldn't be taking that in. And in some cases, some of these diets are probably even worse for you than what you're already taking into your body because of all the fake crap that they have in it. So this one is, is really good. I'm, like I said, it's great. So my motivation came from my dad's situation. And knowing that I want to encourage him and stay alongside him. And granted, I've only been doing this for a little while now, but in two weeks, I have lost 6.8 pounds. This is without any exercise. No exercise. Well, you know, except for getting up and walking. But that's not me actively going to pursue walking. This is the walking that I'm doing every day. So no exercise, 6.8 pounds. So what you're going to do is you have to think of the calories that you're going to consume in a day. So most people are supposed to have a 2,000 calorie diet. Now, just because you eat 2,000 calories and you stay within that doesn't mean you're going to lose the weight because you can have bad calories in there. And the carbs is what helps us to gain the weight and kind of sticks to us, which is why we want to be low carb. And it's fueled into energy, but... Not necessarily good energy. It's more of a crash and burn effect when we're on that sugar. If you think of my two-year-old child, you give him lots of chocolate, he runs around and then he crashes and he sleeps for like ever. It's because it's bad energy. The keto diet focuses on fats. These are good lean fats that you can have. So the fats are going to make up to 65 to 75% of your calories that you're going to have consumed. And this should be the majority of your diet. It should be good lean fats, the, those really good fats. And then 20 to 25% of that diet is going to be protein. And then we're going to have 5% that's actually going to be from carbs. So this scares some people because some people like their sweets and they're like, I don't know if I can just go cold turkey without it. And you don't have to because the keto diet actually has alternatives and these alternatives are used to eat good, healthy foods that are also sweet and they taste good. So I didn't have to totally go away with my sodas. I get the dry zero sugar soda and it took a little getting used to but it doesn't have those heavy syrups and I can get it in I think like cola and mountain berry I've also been getting into the LaCroix water 
with different flavors, the bubbly. I've been trying all of those out and seeing what I like and what I don't. And ginger ale was big for me before. I do Diet Canada Dry because it's the only diet drink that I know of that's a soda that doesn't have the aspartame, which is the bad sugar in it. They say that diet drinks are bad for you, and it is true. The chemicals and sugars, types of sugars that they put in there is really bad for your body and is as if you were drinking a regular soda. So you might as well have a regular Coke instead of a diet. Um, it also is linked to multiple strings of cancer. So for people who are you know, drinking it for prolonged periods of time, it's not actually helping. And then there's the people who go out there and they get like a whole plate of fried food and then a Diet Coke, which doesn't make any sense to me at all. So anyways, off that ramp. So it's during this diet, it's going to be really important to drink water. Your water intake is super important because you're going to notice that you're going to start using the bathroom probably more than usual. You're going to be getting a lot of urine out, which is good because it's what you want to go through. But some people have the symptoms of something called the keto flu. And this is because your body is taking a complete change. You're, you're switching your diet up and you're changing things. So as if you were addicted to a certain type of drug, you're going to have a withdrawal period because you're not taking said drug anymore. And your body is going to be almost going in panic mode like, I need that drug. I need it. And it's trying to trick your body into getting it back into you again. So it's the same with the keto diet. You're used to having tons of carbs or, you know, different types of foods, and then you're taking that away, so you're going to get what they call a keto flu. But this can be reduced, and you can do that by adding more sodium into your diet. So if you're not a person who is dealing with um, extreme blood pressure issues, this diet is great for you because you can have more things like pickles or olives or adding a little bit more salt to your food. And that way you are reducing some of those symptoms of that keto flu. So in this diet, we're going to talk about what you can and what you cannot have. So let's start with the do nots. So you're going to want to stay away from those grains. That means no cereal, pasta, rice, potatoes, corn, oats, quinoa, flour, bread, bagels, wraps, rolls, or croissants. For a person who loves bread, this has actually been extremely easy for me because you can have the meals that have what's inside the bread. You just can't have the bread. So like the other night, I made a Big Mac salad for my husband and I, and he absolutely loved it. Everybody knows my husband does not need to lose weight. He is lean. He's muscular. He doesn't need to worry about losing weight. He just needs to maintain or gain. So it's you can work with your loved ones on this, and I'll talk about that a little bit more, but he, he really liked it. I put everything that was in the Big Mac, and I made the Thousand Island dressing. I got a keto or a low-carb one. And I ended up putting that on it, and it was fantastic. Didn't even miss the bread. So you honestly don't miss the bread at all. Um, you also want to stay away. No beans, peas, and lentils. No refined sugars. Um, and no fruits that are high in carbs. Not saying you can't have fruits, but stay away from bananas, dates, grapes, mangoes, apples, stuff like that, because they're high in carb, you know, high in those carbs, high in those sugars, the sugar content. So 
you're probably like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. So what can I have? Really, these things are not that bad. And when you're starting off your keto diet, you can't have it. But once you hit ketosis, you can actually have 50 grams of sugar in addition. Like I said, once keto is adapted, you can eat up to 50 grams of carbs a day. So you can start adding, you know, those breads in and those grains or those beans after you've hit and after you've hit that keto state or you've adapted the keto. So and so oils are a big thing too. You want to use avocado oils, olive oils or extra virgin olive oils. Staying other staying away from these other ones. Coconut oil is another one too, but I'm allergic to coconut so I can't use it. But um this is a great area to be looking in. So there are good things to add to your grocery list of things that you can buy. And we'll go through that quick. So water, coffee, and tea is good to keep around at all times. I'm talking about the bags for that or the coffee grounds, not actual instant made. Then for our sweeteners, we're going to use erythritol or stevia. These are natural sugars. These are not sugars that are processed or refined. They're good sugars that you can intake that are not going to give you any carbs, no carbs from these sugars. Then we have low-carb condiments. So we're going to think about mayo, pesto, mustard, sriracha. Um, yesterday I made a zucchini boat that actually had ground turkey in it with buffalo sauce and mozzarella cheese on top. And my husband loved it. It was fantastic. And... You know, I'm using buffalo sauce, which is zero everything, which is great. They also make like uh, paleo keto types as well, but you have to look at the contents on there. Then uh, broths like chicken bone, beef broths are good. Anything pickled and fermented. So pickles, olives, um, and sauerkraut is a really good addition. My husband loves sauerkraut, so I always put that out there. And then nuts and seeds are good. Then when we think of veggies, all veggies are good as long as they are non-starchy. So that means you want to avoid the corn, legumes, potatoes, and yams. We already talked about the fruits, and then we're going to get to dairy. Dairy is going to be full-fat dairy is what we want. So we want that full-fat butter, full-fat sour cream, heavy whipping cream, full-fat cream cheese, unsweetened yogurt, like Greek yogurt. You could do not regular milk. But you can do soy milk, almond milk, or coconut milk. Everything needs to be full fat. You don't want to go to low fat because remember, you want that fat in your diet. Because this is what is going to fuel, it's going, what's going to fuel your body instead of the carbs. It's those fats. They're good fats. So for me, cheese is my best friend. I put that crap on everything. Cheese, 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 cheese. Because I can have it. And it's good fats. Sour cream is great. And people are usually like, oh, I don't think sour cream is very good. In this diet, it is because it's what you want. So the key is that you're going to need to look at the nutritional value on every product that you pick up, every single one. So shopping may take a little bit longer because for me, I didn't do that before. I just threw stuff in the cart as I saw it. I'm like, I need this ingredient, that ingredient, and just threw it. And I wasn't looking at what is on the sides of these containers. I want low carb, no refined sugars. That's what I want. 
So you can look for snacks that are like that too. Um, so like I do the Snackwell's Devil Food Cake cookies. They're free from high fructose and they're um, partially hydrogenated, uh, hydrogenated, excuse me, oils. And the carbs are super, super, super low. And this is something that I can have if I'm really craving like a cookie or that chocolate cupcake kind of taste. Um, so quick things, there are quick things. Another important aspect of this is your exercise. But I'm not saying you need to go out and do anything extreme because I've lost weight without exercising, just walking. You just need to have sequences of activity. Cardiovascular activity is important and strength conditioning is important too. So just easy exercises. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to go out and get a gym membership. I did because I like to work out when I have the actual energy. Um, but you can, if you have a staircase, run your staircase in your house, do lunges, do squats, or just go for a walk with your dog or whoever, because those things aid in cardiac health and they also aid in your strength conditioning. Some people even go as far as picking up their canned foods. And instead of eating the canned foods because they have all this processed crap in it, they end up using them as weights. Um, so there are ways around it where you don't have to spend extra money. You can get keto-specific foods, but they're more expensive. But you can make all that stuff at home. So you're not really going to be racking up the bill. So some of you have actually asked me what has been the hardest part about this. And I'll give you two well, what I think would be the hardest for other people, and then I'll give you what's been the hardest for me. Other people, I think it's having someone that you live with that doesn't need to go on the diet. And how can you work around that, especially if you're the wife and you're making food or you're the husband and you're making food and you're, you're trying to satisfy the taste buds of your significant other. My husband, like I said before, is already lean and muscular, and he doesn't need to lose weight. If anything, he's been looking more to gain. Um, so what I do is I have the strength to do this, but some people, when you, when you start off, you don't have the strength, and it's okay. I will make, like if I made a, um, a Big Mac salad, if he didn't actually want the salad, I would get him the bun and make him the actual Big Mac. So I'm not doing anything extra. I'm not making two separate meals. I'm just adding the component that I can't have and letting him have it. So um, sometimes there are the wraps. You can have the chicken avocado ranch wraps. Your lettuce is your bun. For him, I'd give him the bun. He likes the food. So I've been able to get, get around that, you know, and, and luckily he likes the foods because he likes healthy foods and he likes vegetables. So that's been encouraging for me and it's, it's been good. Um, so that, that could have been an obstacle and it is for some people. And the other, the other one that I experience and I'm sure other people experience is getting the encouragement and getting the support that you need when you're going through something like this. People who are in the keto community, they if you go on Reddit, you can find other people who are going through this diet, and it's encouraging to hear what they're walking and how they're losing weight, especially when you first start off, because you're watching these people progress, and then you finally start to see it in yourself. So 
the hardest part is the encouragement and the support. Luckily for me, I have a great support system, but I also do have people in my life who don't support it. Um, so like my husband's really supportive of what I eat, but sometimes I'll hear him say something like, well, you could have one Reese cup every once in a while. Although that's true and it wouldn't kill my caloric intake, I'm trying to stay strong and do what I'm supposed to do rather than have one and it end up being five of them. Some people just don't understand that when they're trying to do a weight loss journey. So finding that's really important. Also on New Year's, I have two amazing friends who ended up making keto snacks for me um, when they came over. The food was great. They made... um, My one friend ended up making meatballs that have cheese in the middle and was smoked and had bacon on the outside. And the other one made Italian hoagies without the bun. And it was fantastic. Um, The food was really good. You could not tell the difference. My husband loved it. They loved it. And it was, you know, keto. And I even had beer. I had Michelob Ultra um, that was like lime cactus, low in carbs. And I only had one of those. So I splurged a little bit and had those bad carbs, but it was in a low calorie beer. So find people around you that will support you and encourage you through the process and will walk this with you when they're around you. Because when you go to family functions, the holidays is the hardest time and that's when I started it. Um, We had Brian's side of the family went to Old Country Buffet and everything around there was fatty, fatty, fatty. I ended up making a taco salad, put all keto ingredients and I had like a little bit of a turkey meatloaf and broccoli. And I was great. So I had some people there who encouraged me and some who were kind of like, you're barely eating anything. You're eating like a bird. You're going to hear comments like that. Don't let them get to you personally because this is something that you want to stick with. So the other thing is the motivation seems to be an issue for some people. Find what motivates you. This is what it is with everything. I struggled the hardest because I didn't have something that was long-wise. Just losing the weight wasn't motivation enough for me. Yet I would complain about you know, having that extra weight. And then I'd be okay with it. And then I wasn't. It was back and forth. Deep down, I knew I wanted to lose the weight. But now that I have this motivation with my dad you know, it pushes me. It's like when I had gestational diabetes with my son, um, it went away, you know, after I had him, but during the time it's like, you're pregnant, you want, you crave these things and you can't have them. And what motivated me was this isn't just my life. It's my son's life. It's my child that's in my body. That's going to be affected by this if I don't follow this diet. So those are my two motivators right there. Find what motivates you. Even if it's finding someone who's willing to go through the process with you. Maybe if your spouse is in a place where they can do it with you, that's the best person to do it with because you can say, hey, don't eat this, don't eat that. And you guys are walking the walk together. You get what each other is going through. Um, Another downside could be the fatigue that you get at first. Your energy levels will get up. But that keto flu, if you start feeling it, you just remember your body's going and withdrawal from not having those fatty, carby, nasty foods that you were eating before, all that processed stuff. Your body's going into withdrawal, and it's really hard to come back from that. But the positives are that you get into a really good health space. And I have said so many times there's no reason to go on a diet per se. 
it's a lifestyle change because a diet is for a certain amount of time and then you resume your regular activity. A lifestyle change is learning what's healthy, learning what's not, doing that, and then sticking with it. And then having your cheat days. Every once in a while, having that some sort of processed food that you want. No one says you have to go without it completely. But until you reach your goal, it's probably best that you don't do that. So that's how I'm going about it. I'm so glad you guys have been asking about the keto diet. Um, I've had people just who have noticed that I've lost about you know, they think I've lost about 10. I personally can't notice it. And you may not notice it yourself because you see yourself every day. Uh, When you get on the scale, sometimes you may not even notice it. But get a tape measure, measure your inches, get someone to do that for you and keep up with that. Do progress photos because it's more encouraging. And do not step on the scale every day. I've been doing it because I can handle it because I know okay, I'm going to get there and I can see the process. Some people can't handle that. You may need to get on the scale once a week or once a month. Um, But I wouldn't recommend getting on the scale every day because it can be discouraging because you start losing a pound every day at the very beginning and you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then you stop doing that and you think you're doing something wrong. So it can be discouraging. Um, So this is really great for people who have diabetes, um, or if you want to lose weight, if you have many other issues. However, if you have high blood pressure or even low blood pressure, if you have blood pressure issues, this might be something that you want to look into. And this is also great for people who have cardiac issues. Um, it's just diets or certain ways of your lifestyle is everyone's going to be a little bit different. This fits me great and it fits most people. Fantastic. It is not a fad. People have kind of made it into something and they'll put posts up on Instagram or Facebook like having to eat this food and wishing I didn't or I just want a big cupcake and you can have a cupcake on this diet. You just make it with the ingredients that the diet allows. So this is not something where you're eating a nasty bar or you're on smoothies the whole time. It's not like that. Finally, optimizing it from the beginning, starting it off right. Some people want to cleanse beforehand. Some people can't handle the cleanse. It depends on you and what you like personally. If you want to lose the weight faster at first and get your body into ketosis and keto adapted sooner, it may be good for you to do a cleanse. Some people do two smoothies a day and a meal and a colon cleanse. So colon cleanse is just a capsule that you can get at most drugstores. Make sure it has good ingredients in it and not like ant arms and sand and stuff like that. Good vitamins, good colon cleanse. And this literally makes you crap yourself to death. Um, (laughs) You sit on the toilet and you get rid of the toxins in your body and you are taking in good healthy foods. But make sure if you're making the smoothies that you're staying away from the fruits that have those heavy refined sugars and carbs. So some people do. Um, Another option is three smoothies a day. You can do that. And then you would do that all the way through. Some people do a cleanse 
for all liquids at the beginning, making sure that all of these liquids are liquids that give them enough carbs, but not too much in good carbs. Typically, that cleanse goes for about two weeks to get your body through the process, and it can be gruesome. Um, You can actually end up getting a flu or a cold at the beginning. Um, You get really fatigued. You don't have much energy. You just feel weak. It's not fun. Some people sweat and all that, but you have to remember you're retraining your body to do what it's supposed to do, and it's a withdrawal. It's the same thing as any other diet or lifestyle change you're going to go through. So I have... I I sucked it up and I went through it. And I'll tell you, it wasn't a cakewalk. It was really rough. But once I got through that two weeks, I felt a lot better. And now I have those energy levels and I'm feeling good and I want to go to the gym and I want to do things. And though I still have more weight than I want, I'm feeling better and I'm losing that weight. So thanks for tuning in today on the keto diet. I'm so glad so many of you have been asking about it and have been curious and want to know a little bit more. Some great resources for you. If you have Kindle Unlimited, there are tons of different keto informational books as well as keto diet books that will give you specific recipes that you can do as well as 12 to 14 day meal plans. Um, You can also get a bunch of different cookbooks on Amazon that's not Kindle Unlimited or, you know, at your stores. Also, go to your doctor's office, ask about your weight loss options or your body retraining options. If you're not looking to lose the weight, but you want to go on a diet for heart health or cholesterol or anything like that, talk with your doctors because they can help guide you. But finally, the most important part is when you go and do a lifestyle change like this, make sure that you inform your physician. So for me, I decided to go onto this keto diet and I said I wanted to lose 60 pounds. And the doctor looked at me like I was a crazy woman and said, absolutely not. And I said, why? And I was told that losing 60 pounds for my height would make me look unhealthy and skin and bones. I didn't think so. I thought that was a realistic one because I was looking at number, not thinking about body fat percentage, bone mass, weight mass, all that stuff. So they were able to guide me in the right direction and said 30 to 40 pounds max. So that is my goal um, of what I want to lose. And I wouldn't have known that if I wouldn't have talked to my physician. Um, Also, if you start struggling with anything specifically with your health throughout the process, they will be able to have a good background as to what's going on with you and be able to help you. They can also give you vitamins that you may need through the process that makes the diet easier um, some doctor's office like mine has a monthly weigh-in and you can even do encouragement groups. Um, and that keeps you accountable if you want to do that. I'm personally not choosing that at this point, but it may get harder later on. And I know that that's an option. So always let your doctors know what you're doing. If you have a patient portal online, that's probably one of the best ways to do it. Just shoot them a message. You don't have to make an appointment to go in. Say, hey, I'm going on such and such diet or I'm looking for resources on what to do. They can pull you in the office and you can find the right track to go on. If you need any more information, please feel free to reach out to me. If you need to find encouragement groups, anything like that, recipes, 
or just do some research, search around on things, talk to your doctor. It's a really great way to go, great way to go and great way to great way to lose that weight. So I hope you guys have a fantastic day and my next one is going to be on mind body wellness. Have a great day.